Hi, my name is Sarah and for the latest episode of Her Voices, Debbie and I are chatting about book icks and book ticks. I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to our next Ver Voices minisode. This week it's me, Sarah and Demi. Hi. We're having our first ever recording in office, so that's very exciting. It's very exciting. So, recently we held a blogger event in London and it was good fun. Demi and I were both there. It was amazing during London Book Fair. It was very good and then we decided to go around asking everyone what their book icks and ticks were and we also filmed it and put it on tiktok so follow us on tiktok <laughs> books shameless promo little bit <laughs> little plug there but um yes yeah, so we went and filmed it so we thought we'd do an episode of us discussing our own as well yeah so book icks and book ticks i feel like as a reader most people have like a like a very decided list of what they do and don't like about books like for example i love breaking my spine covers but some people... That's very niche. I know. Yeah. Some people really hate it. Yeah, you're alone in that. Yeah. <laughs> like, our colleague, Ellie, she yeah. will shout at me if she sees me pick up a book and, like, start to abuse it. But I just think it looks well-read and happy. I so... get what you mean. I feel like, you know, when you go into, like, a vintage bookstore or something like that and you see, like, a well-read book? Like, it is really nice. No, I get it. I think I would be upset if somebody else abused my books. Yeah. But if, like, I abuse them, it's okay. Yes. So, Demi, Hello. do you want to... Hit me first. Well, actually, you might as well say now um, about Mm -hmm. our approach to this episode. Demi and I have made sure that neither of us know what each other's icks and ticks are, because no spoilers. Yeah, we want it to be a surprise. We want to see each other's genuine reactions. So, yes. So do you want to hit me with your first book ick? Yes. I'm scared. Okay. I had technically three. Okay. I've cut it down. The first one I'm going to choose for my book ick is annotating prose. You can annotate a poetry book, but I don't like it. Prose, there's something about it. I don't know why. It's true. Like, what do you see on Instagram and stuff? I mean, I think it's quite nice. Some people like little annotations, but Mm -hmm. I don't, I do agree. And like when people have like a full like notes section and yeah. like tab it i'm like who has time oh my god yeah you know when like they have all like, the tabs sticking out and it's yeah. all like color-coded why <laughs> like for what I, I get it if you're studying it's not gonna stay nice because exactly like when i ca- i carry books around mm. with me all the time and like you just throw it in your bag all the ends are just gonna get curly yeah and start ripping i exactly. was just like mm. so it's pretty for like five seconds for an instagram picture but mm. then like afterwards it's just not it's not sustainable i don't like it Okay, I have a counter question for okay. you. But what do you think then about mm-hmm. people who buy their favourite book, mm-hmm. annotate it as a gift for somebody else? What does that even mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Why would you do that? How is that a gift? I'm so confused. People do it. I haven't so, done it, but people do it. What? Like They're like, when they okay. read it and then yeah. they're experiencing something, they're like, oh, like this bit, like I have thoughts. And then they like write in it and then they I give would, it to their friend. I would simply block my friend. <laughs> You're Sotish. telling me you've given me this book. I haven't done it. Okay, okay, no, you, this is the royal you or whoever. Okay. You're telling me you've given me this book as a present and in it are like all your little thoughts and feelings every five seconds. So I can't even like, I feel like that I'm being influenced already by how you feel. Yeah. I don't like that. I want to just like, I want to take my own, you know. Yeah. My I want to get whatever. I get it. it. Yeah. I understand. I feel like that's too much. Personally. But then also, on the other side of things, mm. I know that if I... So for context, mm. 
I did like romantic Victorian mm-hmm. studies for my master's degree mm-hmm. and a lot of that obviously is looking at old books mm-hmm. and one of the best things when you look at old books mm-hmm. is finding somebody's note and like because they used to, I mean books were people use them for like scrap paper sometimes so they put their shopping wild list. Time. I know and yeah. I think oh you know can you imagine in like a hundred years somebody's reading when your you annotation like that, yeah. and having thoughts and I thought it's quite a nice connection yeah I think that's cool but then on I, the flip side who's going to be reading John Green or something like that I if like... I had ever like written down what I was thinking during John Green I'd be arrested <laughs> <laughs> okay okay I think that's a good I think that's a good ick to start with um okay what I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with one here exciting mm-hmm. um and I know this might be quite controversial but I feel quite decided on it okay and that is one of my major book icks is when the writer or like the narrative has more than two POVs. Oh, yeah. Okay. I really hate it so really? much. Yeah, I think the problem I have mm-hmm. is that I really hate it when you're reading a book and you're like reinvested in a character mm-hmm. and then you're just suddenly like you're, something's happening mm. something's gonna happen you're really excited to find out what happens mm. and then you're like pulled away from that character oh. so repeatedly mm-hmm. into somebody else's story and it's okay if it's two people mm-hmm. but it when it gets to like three four sometimes mm-hmm. like i've read books that have like five povs and i'm like this yeah. is just it's too much okay? okay and i'd get really annoyed with the author mm-hmm. And, like, with the writing style, I don't. it doesn't make me want to read more. Mm-hmm. It makes you just want to read and, like, put the book down. That's and I do do actually that. actually fair. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually won't judge you for that. Okay. Yeah. You're validated. Okay, thank you. Because I agree. It's, you're right. It, like, rips you out of the story yeah. you're so invested in. And I just get annoyed. Mm-hmm. And I also don't feel then, mm-hmm. like, pers- like, I just don't feel... Like, I, I will say there are exceptions to this that I have read books that I have felt differently about. But mm-hmm. I feel like it's hard to then connect to the character. Yeah. Because you are constantly being pulled away to another character or mm. the other side there's one person who you're like mm. really interested in mm. and then there's like four other narratives which you actually just couldn't really care that much less about mm. and it just oh, it just annoys me so this is gonna uh, it's quite controversial but prior of the orange tree mm-hmm. i loved samantha shannon's other books mm-hmm. i couldn't get through it even though on the title as a list on paper mm-hmm. as they would say it would be like my like a, a good book for me, yeah. So that I'd enjoy, but I just couldn't. Oh, so there's too many people. Still How many like people are, are in it? I don't. I can't views? remember because it's been a few. It's more than four. That's, I want to say. Yeah. Okay. It's like between four and seven, but I can't remember. Seven. But also, it might be wrong, so I have to fact check. Okay. Later. Okay. But no, I completely agree. <laughs> it's too I, many. I feel like <laughs> not a weird way as well, but you know when like. You're reading a book and, like, it sells you a dream with, like, mm. the protagonist that you first get to know. Mm-hmm. And then they bring in that, like, second, third perspective or whatever. And it's like, I I was not actually equipped for this. Like, this yeah. isn't what I bought into. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm reading Birds of Uganda. Okay. Yeah. And the first... There's only two POVs. And the first one's really good, really gripping. And then the second one, it's, like, kind of 1950s Uganda. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, written in, like, a... What's that phrase? Episcalatory okay, yeah, like, yeah. section. Okay. And then it always starts with like, oh dear my love. And I I close it. I don't <laughs> like I, I don't care. I wouldn't be in the twenty first century <laughs> reading like about this lawyer that's has an issue with his friend and like all this stuff. I don't want to read about Virginian years ago. It's not that far ago. And I like don't get me wrong, I love postcolonial books, but that was just it just wasn't gripping me. No. And the way it was written as well, it's just like eh. I had no emotional 
connection no. to this map. These words are quite jarring. Yeah, like, I really do think please so. Yeah. Let me enjoy. Isn't it? I always skip it when it comes to that chapter. <laughs> like, I'm technically reading like half a book because I'm just not. You know what? I actually just think that's fine. Mm. I just think if you don't like it, skip like, other skip or DNF. DNF. Do not finish. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Book people are insane because why would you read it? Um, okay, I feel like that. You that's... said it like a curse word. <laughs> well, some people. Okay, well, some people mm-hmm. do think like DNF is like a curse word because a lot of people mm-hmm. don't agree with DNFing. But mm-hmm. I just think, in my humble mm-hmm. bookish opinion, there are so many good books. I think if you're not enjoying something, put it down, pick up something else. No, I completely agree. Because there's not enough time in the world yeah. to read everything. Should okay. we do ticks? Yeah, so hit me mm-hmm. with one of your book ticks. Okay, so. My my book ticks are very cliche. Okay, I don't think they're that fine. original. Let's do it. But it's enemies to lovers. Oh. We're we're getting started on that. Yes. If I start barking, <laughs> I feel so strongly about this. Literally, she's so happy. Like when it's done well, obviously oh, we yeah. both love. Well, not love. We both read the um, A Court of Thorns and Roses. Series, oh, yeah. And that was the first time I really read it done like. Yeah. Really well. Yeah. And I was like, this is what I've been waiting for. This is what I'm alive. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> Literally. Oh, yeah. Just that. It's just good, mm-hmm. isn't it? I just oh, I just love the... I think it's just the angst. It is. It it's is. just the, the strife. Mm. That it's just so emotional. Like, mm. I'm not really... Sorry, I keep hitting the desk when I get emotional. <laughs> I feel so passionate. I'm not really mm. that big about friends to lovers stories, which is really interesting because, like, obviously, like, in the real world... Mm-hmm. I would love to fall in love with a friend. Like, yeah. That's such a cute idea. And, mm-hmm. like, we have books where it's done really... Like, Sunburn, mm-hmm. that is, like, the cutest story. Susanna yeah. and Lucy are friends, and then they become lovers. And I, it's just... Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. It just makes your heart just... It does, yeah. But when it comes to, like, anything else, I'm like, I hate a friend's lovers. It, I'm yeah. like, give me enemies. I want them to literally want to, like, claw each other's throat and eye out. Like, I just want it. I think as well, because it kind of mixes in, like... It's a very tasteful way of doing the whole, like, I can change them mm. You can do it in a way that's, like, they've changed slightly, but ultimately, like, they're still good yeah. at heart, you know what I mean? Like, mm. I, I can't remember what the series was, but it was so good. And he was, like, he was, like, it was mis- he was misunderstood. Mm. And he also couldn't, like, communicate how he felt. And he was, like, this prince. And it was so hot. And I was, like, Rrr. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think that you've hit actually, like, really true mm. that. And that um, the idea, I feel like enemies to lovers' stories typically mean that both parties have to change in yeah. some way. And so it's like, it's not just one person, you know, being misunderstood or like, mm. I don't know, it just, it it requires like effort on both yeah. sides of the relationship to meet each other halfway and to reassess mm. their a previous perception of that person. To be fair, you're completely right. And I'm assuming that's what like everyone gravitates towards, isn't it? It's the mm. fact that they're both putting in effort. Yeah. They're both like changing and like becoming new people together. Yeah. And like creating something new. Like that is actually very yeah. beautiful. That's so the, emo- so the emotional labour is just yeah. not on one person. Yeah, 100%. Um, which is just, yeah. I think as well, it's cool. so lovely to have like a character that is like maybe more withdrawn or more like melancholy or like just strep evil. And you slowly like see them becoming like warmer mm. and like oh uh, I think that's just such like a rewarding mm-hmm. read when you yeah. see that change. Also um, if you yeah. just if you're drawn to just kind of see the flaws in other people mm. alongside whatever POV you're reading mm. and then I don't know, it's just it's like it's an interesting like rather than just falling in love with somebody who's perfect. Yeah. Which is just less almost less realistic than no, falling completely. in love with somebody who is like having difficulties mm. and has things about them that are repellent to the main character. Yeah. I think I like my like 
protagonists to be riddled with flaws. Like, I don't see the point of them being any other way. No, because otherwise you're just like, I don't relate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am not flawless. <laughs> Literally. Oh, that's such a good one. Yeah. And, like, I feel like it wouldn't be a good episode talking about X and Ticks if we didn't talk about any of these lovers because yeah. I feel like that's a major one for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to give you a book tick yes please so for me one of my favorite book ticks is when the author is deliberately ambiguous about describing the main character yes i love it so much because i just think Mm -hmm. there's nothing okay so the first thing i don't Mm -hmm. typically i don't really envision myself like as the main character Mm -hmm. in books whatever but it's just like i hate i just hate it when you're told what somebody looks like i feel like you should have the permission to mm-hmm. make them who you think they are. No, I completely agree. So, like, for example, mm-hmm. recently, myself and some mm-hmm. of our colleagues, we went to a Curtis Sittenfield event about romantic comedy. And somebody asked the question, why Curtis didn't describe the main character mm-hmm. or kind of purposefully missed out descriptive, like, words and stuff like that. Apart from, I think she does describe the main character as... Um, like average mm. and like that can mean anything to, yeah. and it's going to be different to different people and I just thought like oh that's like such a valuable mm. like way to describe people because I just think it should like people you should be able to imagine yourself yeah. in a book and it does piss me off when you like read loads of books and you're just like you just get the same essentially mm. the same person curvy but really thin yeah and, like, so, like, you're just, like what the what the hell it's just it's like tiny and petite yeah like... and then I just don't get it yeah anyway um, no, I feel, not to get very deep here, but I feel like <laughs> it's just completely true. Like, obviously, growing up and reading, oh, I'm black, you know, black reading a lot of um, romance novels when mm. I was a kid and, yeah. like, getting older, it was frustrating to read, like, the romantic leads always being, like, skinny, tiny white women. And also, yeah. this goes for most people anyway, because um, obviously it's not going to reflect who you are. And it does really change your views of what is desirable, and it's so frustrating. Mm. Um, but I do think now, like... I say now, but, like, in recent years, books have really been being more, not just inclusive, but also, like you said, like, ambiguous to how a character is described. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I just think it's all more fun as well. Yeah. Like, I love 100%. that. Yeah, like, they can literally look like anything you want, and I just think that's way more fun. Way more fun with, fun with like, your imagination. Mm-hmm. And also it means that, like, your reader is doing more of the work. Like, you're putting more things in their hands, which is yeah. nice. I just think, like you say, there's so much value on that mm. side. And then just generally, like, it's very jarring if you're reading a book and then you are suddenly told what somebody looks like. When yeah. you're already in your head, that character's become, like, you've already imprinted on that character yeah. and, like, they've become who you've, like, made them to be. And, mm. like, and that shouldn't be... I don't feel like... I don't feel like... I mean, obviously, people might disagree, mm. but I don't feel like the authors necessarily have the right to, like, shoehorn... Like, something done, mm. like, you know, to change your perspective of somebody. Mm. I don't know. Anyway. No, I do agree with that. I think, unless it's crucial to the plot that you're yeah. telling, yeah, 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 then there is no need for this person to be specifically, like, this kind of way, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Especially, I feel like, with romances. Um, yes, yeah. Because what does that really gain? Yes. So, anyway. Yes. That's the thoughts on that. Ambiguous characters. I just think, yeah, getting permission mm. to be able to see yourself or whoever you want in... A character I think is important. Way more fun. Yes. Mm. Do you want to hit me with another book ick? Okay, so... Bad main character names. This is random. Yes. But, yeah. 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 
Yeah. Just, <laughs> we're both sitting here nodding. Like, I just remember reading a book ages ago, and the name was something like, I think it was like Beatrice. And I was just like... Beatrice isn't that bad. No, I'm so sorry. I was not a fan. Sorry to any Beatrice. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just wasn't a fan. I just didn't, hadn't imagined a Beatrice. that to be her name. Like yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm just going to shorten that to B. Okay. For me. But then the whole way you had to read... Beatrice. I, you just I literally rewrite it in my head. Okay, yeah. So I. Okay. Yeah, I can overwrite that kind of thing. <laughs> my hard work is good like that. Nice. But it's not nice. great. But what about you? Um, okay, with the first, mm-hmm. I, I 100% agree. I think, particularly in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Fantasy, they were such weird names. It actually just. I need a glossary sometimes. Yeah. Okay, so when I was growing mm-hmm. up, I read the Throne of Glass series. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't remember the first one came out, but one of the main characters, like, okay. Not the main character, mm-hmm. a significant side character, mm-hmm. um, has a name, and I'm going to spell it. It's C H. I mean, to be honest, anyone who's read this series will know. I haven't, so please spell it. It's C H A O L or O A L, one of the C- two. How would you say that? Okay, I'm going to give you three options. Okay. Chaul. Okay. <laughs> Cole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so imagine each of those and every time I was reading the name it'd be one of those and then yeah. and then like years later I went to a Sergio Mass event um, in London for the Tower of Dawn yeah. and that book is specifically about this character Okay. and she pronounced it like Hale or something like that Hale and I was like oh Okay. I did not know this. That doesn't make sense. No, and I, I just think, why you made it so hard? I've yeah. been following this series for years and I just still don't know how to pronounce the name of this character. This is why you should just, like, rewrite what the author says. Yeah. The author is not God. The author can be wrong sometimes. Yeah. And I just think she was wrong with that name. Yeah. Call them Cole if you want to. Anyway. So, yeah, I agree with that. Worst thing ever. Don't make it hard. Or, if you're mm. going to make it hard... Give us instructions. Yeah. <laughs> even even Rysand, Rysand, it's a debate. Because it's Sean's to Reese, and we all know what Reese is, and it's like, Rysand. I'm like, mm, mm. was it Rysand? But well, I don't like Rysand. No, do, do yeah, I. I'm not a fan of that. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to hit you with mm-hmm. another ick. Yes, please. Um, and then we'll do our last ticks. Okay, okay. so another ick for me mm-hmm. is when published so this is a publisher specific mm-hmm. one because it can't wouldn't be fair to attack authors the whole time um yes. <laughs> so when publishers mm-hmm. change cover designs partway through the series what is that about i don't understand why they do that. no i very rarely like i haven't read a series that often where they t- mm. do do that mm. so i feel like I, i've been safe i've been unlucky mm. a couple of times mm. where that's happened i think um like from a publisher's perspective, mm-hmm. it does sometimes make sense to mm-hmm. rebrand a cover uh, or a series design, mm-hmm. um, but it's just when you're part way through, mm-hmm. it does it's very frustrating. So, for example, um, I read one of my f- favorite books. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. It's a good book. I, I recommend it on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Is um, the Bear and the Nightingale by Catherine Arden? Okay. And I believe this book came around, out around 2016-ish, 2016, 2016-2017. And they released it in a hard 
cover that was so beautiful as like an illustrative design mm-hmm. um and it's all the book is based on medieval russian folklore oh cool yeah um so it's like really like cool um illustrative design mm-hmm. really beautiful well executed honestly 10 out of 10 cover design mm-hmm. loved it major reason why i bought the book and then i enjoyed it on the inside so and then for the second book they changed the cover design and continued with that throughout the rest of the series um so they just kind of dumped the first like um the first avenue or the first mm-hmm. design kind of idea and the other part the other books actually they do look good i'm not mm-hmm. saying they don't but i just think they don't look better than yeah. the first one and i just sit it really frustrates me because i have them all in hardback mm-hmm. um and it's just this one the first one just looks mm-hmm. so different from others and i think oh, why that's so frustrating especially because mm-hmm. i feel like people that read books like we are book collectors do you know yeah what I mean? like, yeah yeah we're not just you know, we love books but we're also like aesthetically yeah we want it to look gorgeous so yeah. that it doesn't suit the rest of the series is insane it does be crazy i mean it didn't stop me from buying the rest of the series yeah, of because not. it was a good series yeah but it's still frustrating it's annoying yeah i'm like it's so pretty why did you do this okay so, give me another tick my final tick is when a book audibly makes me gasp and say like <gasps> did you just say that or like did you just do that and my um example my examples too luster oh yeah i i still really love this book um because everything she did in that novel yeah was shocking like yes <laughs> it was so you. i was like for what reason <laughs> explanation please yeah i'm just being gossiping like surely not that book was audacious it was and i loved it i literally i was in my chaotic era so i was reading this like as you should crazy woman um and then another one is americana okay um and she has this line and like i had read it a few years back and like i would I'd never read a character um like the protagonist that she wrote before and she said to her love interest like this is so inappropriate um but she said like oh i, I touch myself thinking about you Ooh. and she said it so like unabashed just like just said it yeah and, and i was like, like <gasps> and i just like the fact that that line has stayed with me for like maybe what four years since i've read it i was just yeah i just loved it so much damn things like that that was a good yeah. that was a good tick a i have to say i've definitely had books mm-hmm. before where i've actually thrown them across the room Whoa, like, okay. not even like like not mm-hmm. i've actually genuinely done it because they made me feel so much yeah does it's when mm-hmm. anything does it elicits like emo- that strong emotion yeah. that is a hundred percent that's what we agree. read for in many ways oh, isn't it 100 if, if a book doesn't make you feel alive yeah what's the point Literally. yeah yeah so actually this kind of goes back to what we're talking about we talked about romance um so this is a kind of continuation of that but one of my favorite book ticks is if you this is like particularly in a series mm-hmm. so romance subplots that develop over multiple books so like the slowest mm. slow burn. Mm-hmm. Like I want it to be slow. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like first kiss is like end of book two. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. It's because yeah. the emotional payoff when it all comes together is like yeah. the most like gratifying feeling. And I think it only it doesn't work unless if it's like the main plot, obviously. Yeah. If you're reading a romance and you're not getting the romance, you're just like, what the hell? Mm. But as a subplot. So okay. um I actually even recently was reading a translated series. It's actually a, a kid's book, the mm-hmm. kid's series. Oh, um, yeah, I talked about it before. It's so good. I literally loved them so much. The first book, I haven't read the last one because Ooh. I was too excited. I was like, I need to slow <laughs> down. Excited. So I was like, I was too excited. So I was like, mm-hmm. sorry, you need to like, read something else because I don't want the book series to end. 
Yeah. Anyway, so this series is called the first one's called A Winter's Promise, and it's the fundamentally it's a fantasy series, like really imaginative, um, like very surreal. Honestly, it's so unique. Mm. But it has a very tangential and underlying romance mm. subplot. And nothing happens until book three. And it was perfect. And it was like, yes. Like, the patience you the have. The thing else. is, like, you don't feel, like, frustrated because mm-hmm. the actual story is more of a mystery. Like, yeah. you're there for the mystery plot. Okay. And for, like, the what they're, like, trying to unravel. Mm-hmm. But, like... And um, it's like a bonus. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. it's like the subplot. Yeah. When it's, like, really drawn out. Oh, it just feels so good when you get that, like, moment of, oh, actually, they do, they understand each other. And mm-hmm. it's like, ah! Anyway, it's really cute. Yeah, I get it in theory. I just feel like I'm. I think I'm too impatient. <laughs> like I need to know it now. I need to. I need to see it. But insta love is the worst thing ever. Oh no! I also hate that. I'm gonna say a mid burn. <laughs> Okay. Do you know what I mean? I don't want like a fast burn with a quick burn. Like, a, like, like a, a second degree. Second, second I don't degree. even know. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know how we're doing with units of measurement. <laughs> first degree, second degree, third degree burn. Third degree burn. I feel like you just want like a little sunburn. Um, and have you got any others is that it i think that's most of them yeah okay i think we did well yeah that's a good list of icks and ticks yes Uh, i would really be curious to hear what our listeners um also think exactly feel free to comment your icks and ticks under this post when you've like listened to the podcast or even um under our tiktok about uh x and ticks from the bloggers that we spoke to as well and yeah we want to know yeah let us know and then if you're not already subscribed mm. to this podcast go ahead and hit subscribe now so you can hear all the latest from the voices um and yeah we'll be joining you soon for a full-length episode with chloe michelle howarth yes very exciting author of sunburn yeah what you about <laughs> bye bye thanks thanks for listening to stay up to date with verve books go ahead and subscribe to our newsletter which you can find at vervebooks.co.uk forward slash newsletter or by following us on instagram tiktok facebook and twitter at verve underscore books and we'll be back with more verve voices soon bye